She lay face down in a puddle of oily fluid, head turned to one side, the black slop leaving weird rainbow patterns as it rose and fell against her helmet's visor. For a long time, Tanya Sharma did not move. She just watched the strange pool of oil that obscured half her visor right up the middle. Gradually, the space around her came into focus. It hurt to focus. She blinked a few times and tears fell away. She could see now, a bit. Grimy walls encircled her. A silo, or tank, perhaps. Her head pounded. Her legs felt as if a lead blanket had been draped over them. Submerged in the thick goop, she guessed. Slowly, Tanya brought her arms up and pushed herself onto all fours. The slick fluid rolled off her armor. The drops did not so much splash as merge with the pool below. Tanya rocked back to a sitting position, her legs folded underneath her. She put all her effort into focusing on the display inside her visor. Suit integrity, green. She breathed a sigh of relief. Water supply, 2.4 liters. Not great. In fact, very disconcerting, but she couldn't worry about it just yet. Air supply, best band ever. Ah, Bramble, you wonderful imbecile, she said, the corners of her mouth turning up into a grin despite herself. Why they had let him design the interface, she couldn't quite remember. What she did distinctly remember was his solemn promise to take the task seriously. Air levels, forty percent. But the number ticked up to forty-one as she watched. That was good. The suit was pulling in what it needed from the atmosphere in the room. Better still, the outside air, in a worst-case scenario, would be breathable. Cold, thin, and a bit weak oxygen-wise, but breathable. A very good sign. Nutrition reserves. 4,200 kcal. Only a few days' worth. It could be stretched, of course, but not nearly enough. Tanya could not imagine succeeding here in a matter of days. But she'd die of dehydration before she starved, so there was that, at least. Comms. No link. Of course not. Tanya tried activating it anyway. The system was already on, it turned out. She just couldn't establish a connection with anyone. Either they were out of range, or something was jamming the signal. Could be a problem. Could just be the walls of this... What was this place? Debris lay in the opaque fluid around her, chunks of orange cushioning from her spherical pod, the edges frothing as they melted away. She tried to recall what it had looked like before climbing into it. Like a... black egg, really. The cushioning inside had inflated to secure her from the violence going on all around. There'd been two, actually. Prumble had entered the other. Maybe, just maybe, the others had been similarly expelled. Inside there'd been something else, too. A small pedestal like a miniature aura tower, or a shard cleaved from one of those giant versions she'd seen back on Earth. Tanya glanced frantically around, looking for it, overwhelmed with the need to find it. Water, food, air. None of that mattered here if she had no protection from the horrors that the Scipios could infect her with. There, next to the wall, a lump of blackness concealed in shadow. Tanya pushed through the slick goop around her to the device and knelt in front of it, Seemed intact, no obvious damage. But how to know for sure? The visor, she realized, had to be. She studied the remaining readouts and saw it, there, at the end. Aura. Active. Tanya let out a breath she hadn't realized she was holding. 
She reached out and gave the little tower a nudge with her finger, watched it glide just above the surface of the oily muck until it was pressed against the wall of the room. Someday she'd figure out how they did that. The tech still amazed her after all this time. All that mattered right now, though, was that it worked. She stood, satisfied, and skimmed the rest of the data on her display. The remaining information all concerned her suit's weaponry, a full supply of energy for the beam weapons on her arms, a few mortar rounds. She shook her head at that, at everything. To take on an entire world, with supplies that would last her a day, maybe two, if she encountered only a few enemies out of the millions that must live here. Tanya began to pace, her thoughts turning to finding a way out. Her foot brushed against something solid floating in the pool at her feet. It bobbed and rolled over. She picked it up and waited as the incredibly slick fluid dripped off. The thing was small, about the size of a bunch of bananas, and slightly curved, too. Matte grey in colour, in the builder's style. As she turned it in her hands, her visor's display drew a line to it, and words appeared. Nutrition resupply. 10,800 kcal. 